Hey pod lovers, if you're joining for the first time, welcome. The Mastercast is a podcast recommendation show that consists of seven non-spoiler, binge-worthy reviews of some of the best podcasts and a short and sweet two to three minute summary on everything you could want to know from the number of hosts to on average how long you can expect each episode to be. For details and more reviews, I highly recommend checking out the first two episodes. For the first review this week, we have Just the Zoo of Us. This is one of my favorite new podcasts. This educational show is all about listening in as a couple, Christian and Ellen Weatherford, review an animal each for every episode. The show has a solid 5 stars on Apple Podcasts, 67 ratings, and 38 written reviews, and starts with each of them weighing in the animal on a rating of 10 on effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetic. The disclaimer at the beginning of the show lets you know that they aren't animal professionals, but enthusiasts that hold the research of each animal as the most important aspect of the show. I think that's why their hilarious, cute dynamic is so unexpectedly charming. I never would have thought this adorable couple from Jacksonville, Florida would become literally my favorite couple of any media. Their knowledge and love for nerdy things like anime and D&D is something I haven't really seen in a podcast that wasn't specifically about those topics. If the show is listened to in order, you'll pick up on some of the subtle mentions of their private life as it starts with just the two of them, follows in their pregnancy, and then welcomes baby Finley into the world. I adore baby Finley, who can rarely be heard cooing in the background of some episodes. That's not to say that's all they are either. Besides being well-researched while cute and funny, they also have really good radio voices and production quality. It's made knowing you might listen with little ones, so while it doesn't contain any profanity, the episodes do sometimes mention things like reproduction or predatory habits. I really like how maybe because they aren't experts, the language they use is really accessible and easily understood. That way I'm not lost in all the technical terms. Their website is really well done with transcripts, coloring pages, and a message, animal suggestion, guest form. The couple is super active on Twitter and also has an email you can use to contact them. Ellen at justthezooofus.com So far the show has 91 episodes, all about an hour in length, and new ones come out weekly, usually at the end of the week. They also have experts that usually come in on a bi-weekly basis to have a deeper conversation about a certain animal. These episodes became the most common when the couple took a short break to spend with the newly arrived baby Finley. Episodes can be found on all major platforms. The most popular episodes, according to Altel, are 3, Praying Mantis and Giant Panda, and 7, Asian Elephant and Immortal Jellyfish. My favorite are 70, the American Bison, and Giraffe-Necked Weevil, and number one, American Alligator and Florida Manatee. I always had thought the words bison and buffalo were exchangeable. If you do too, check out that episode. Music is really well chosen and credited at the end of every episode. The show covers a ton of animals I never thought I would want to know anything about, but hearing these two talk about them as if they were the coolest thing that's ever existed has changed my mind, and I think it'll do the same for you. Similar pods include The Wild Episode, Roaring Earth, and Nature Guys. My next recommendation is Searching for Rachel Antonio. The Australian podcast drops you into a Queensland family's search for answers in their daughter's 18-year-old cold case. Rachel disappeared after being dropped off at the movies. She was never seen again, leaving her family with more questions than leads. They contacted David Murray, an investigative journalist working with the Courier-Mail, 
in hopes the case will be given new attention or even that developments might be made. This podcast is short, but with the expected lengthy news recaps and previews at the end of every episode. Six episodes, about 31 minutes apiece, I was surprised to see that the podcast didn't have as many listeners or reviews as I expected. Similar podcasts include Blue Siren Police Tape, Unraveled True Crime, and Australian True Crime. The next podcast recommendation is for the podcast Dress. This educational podcast talks about the history of fashion and the streamlined, inviting tone I've grown accustomed to from YouTube and Stuff You Should Know. It really does an amazing job at looking at fashion through different lenses such as art, history, politics, function, and so much more. The hosts really know their stuff as well, with both of them having master's degrees in fashion studies. While I could have sworn one of the hosts was from Stuff You Missed in History class, all my research seems to point to that not being the case. The show are intertwined though, with the origins of the show coming after an appearance April made on Stuff You Missed in History class. I'll link a pretty detailed account of how it happened from an interview April did for Simon Says in the show notes. The show has a little over a thousand reviews and an average of 4.7 stars. New episodes come out every Tuesday and sometimes on Thursdays on a year-round season, so there's no shortage of juicy fashion knowledge in the foreseeable future. Currently, there are 198 episodes, all about 40 minutes long with a noticeable amount of commercials in them, but I didn't find it unbearable. My favorite episode is the Smuggled in the Bustle, an interview with Hein Abdul-Jabbar that talks about how smuggling was a big part of fashion back in the day and sometimes still is. Altel has the two most popular episodes as being Free the Body, The Birth of the Modern Dress, and A Vanderbilt Party House, The Gilded Age, an interview with Leslie Killinger. This podcast is as loose on the script as they come without being completely unscripted or unedited. The background music can be noticed sometimes throughout the earlier episodes, but I really only found it troubling on my laptop, and I've listened to a lot of episodes through headphones just fine. Zero trigger warnings. One last note that I really did enjoy the beginning episodes more than the latter, but they're all good. Similar pods include History of the 90s, Crime Culture, and It Was Simple. The Betty Broderick Murders. Tides of History is the next recommendation. This history podcast is one of my new favorites to listen to as I fall asleep. It's polished with well-done audio, like all of Wondery's shows, an informative and a captivating way. It covers everything from ancient times to modern perspective to origin stories on all sorts of things that make up the human experience. PhD historian and host Phil Wayman has an amazing voice backed up with subtle sound effects and complimenting music that makes for the best soundtrack to fall asleep to that I've heard in a while iTunes has 4.5 thousand reviews and an average of 4.7 stars. New episodes come out on Thursdays, which is a huge plus for me, even though it usually takes me a few nights to get through them, because most of my favorite shows come out at the beginning of the week, leaving me in a little bit of a drought towards the end. 171 episodes, all on average about 41 minutes long, with Altel's highest ranking being the trials and tribulations of the late medieval church and the War of Roses. My favorites have to be the first farmers and who were the first Americans. The latest episode came out this week and the show remains consistent in the type of content, storytelling, and interview based with the topics of the episodes going from modern to prehistoric. Similar pods include Incredible Feats, It Was Said, and American Shadows. 
The next recommendation is the Hyacinth Disaster. The year is AD 2151, and some dozen or so super corporations competitively mine the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter with a ruthlessness outside the laws governing Earth. Under their manipulation are thousands of mining ships fighting to get their big break. It's a normal day for the crew of one of these ships, the MRS Hyacinth, that is until a call comes in about a sister ship. MRS Corvus, being taken hostage by an opposing company while working in their territory. With the higher-ups and corporation deciding to leave the Corvus to its terrible fate, its captors describe, the MRS Hyacinth decides to break some rules, all of them really, and mine an unsanctioned asteroid in order to pay the ransom and not only save their fellow co-workers, but their friends. However, once they arrive, things don't go as planned, leading to a sci-fi emotional audio drama that is the Hyacinth disaster. I know what you're thinking, not another space podcast. While the niche may be oversaturated at the moment, this podcast's ending itself sets it apart enough to warrant being added to your listening collection. While a slow burn, the show doesn't drag on for dozens of episodes. In just seven half-hour parts, it pulls you in, makes you feel like one of the team, and then rips your heart out. Each episode ends in a cliffhanger, but don't worry. This 2017 show finished up that same year and is ready to binge. If the self-conflicted story leaves you wanting more, you'll be happy to hear that creator David Carlson intends to eventually produce more editions that explore more of the complex worlds we get a glimpse of in this series. The Tear Invoking Podcast has 4.8 out of 5 stars on Apple Podcasts and 223 ratings. There are some moments of lesser audio quality not due to poor recording or production, but to fit the parts of the story where the crew uses staticky radios to communicate. Not a deal breaker for me, but I could see how it could be for some. The show has a really extensive website with a database full of non-spoiling background for the story. A true picture of a team with everyone having a niche and complicated relationships. I think this Shakespeare-esque tragedy would make for a great film. Similar pods include Immunities, Station Blue, and We're Alive. My next recommendation this week is They Disappeared. I found this episodic podcast while looking for other podcasts that covered the Lisa Lamb case and really liked the voice of the narrator and the intro music. I love when the intro music is really catchy and leads into the pod really well. I have a theory that pods with exciting intros and catchy intro-outro music make podcast episodes really easy to binge because one leads to the next really well. As the title suggests, the podcast is about people who have disappeared are gone missing and is currently releasing new episodes once a month. It's only just getting started with its first episode airing in December of last year and 13 episodes total. The great part about that is it's still in the no commercial phase I feel like I've grown accustomed to for new pods. Altogether episodes are on average about 28 minutes long with the shortest ones being only 10 minutes and the longer ones being almost an hour. To me this is a sign the pod intends to be straightforward with not a lot of speculation which I like. Although there is a time and place for it like in the pod down the rabbit hole. Despite not being well known, the episodes being posted roughly every 17 days. And the pod can be found on every platform I could think of. The latest episode was posted on August 5th of 2020, a decent sign we can expect more to come. 
I really liked episodes A Secret in the Mountains, The Disappearance of Diorcoons, and The Lost Highway, The Disappearance of Asia Degree, which are both listed in the top three episodes of the pod by Altel. Similar pods include The Day Helen Disappeared, Missing Person Cases with Chloe, and The Abyss Pod. My last recommendation this week is a really good one, Two Girls and One Crossword. It is my proud and humble honor to probably introduce you to the unexpectedly fascinating world of crossword podcasts. I really don't know how I started listening, but I normally wouldn't. I mean, who wants to listen to someone read a crossword, but this show isn't just for puzzlers. After giving the weekly brief of cultural happenings in the crossword world, say that ten times fast, then each of the hosts presents trivia on a topic they've researched. Often during the weekly brief, they call out clues or answers that are outdated, bluntly sexist, or racist. It's not long, and I think it's really cool that they do it. 51 episodes, about an hour apiece, with new ones coming out usually Sunday or Monday. I've listened to and fell in love with 49 Crimes and Tattoos, and 25 Diamonds are 5 ever. 48 ratings on iTunes, and all of them are 5 stars. The only time I've ever seen it, while doing recommendations. Loosely scripted like morbid. Similar pods include Stuff You Should Know, Stuff You Should Know About Therapy, and Stuff You Should Know About Greek Mythology. Alright guys, that's all for this week, but remember if you want to see any of the other podcasts I've mentioned on the show, be sure to check out the show notes at kcsufm.com. There you can tell us if you have music you would like played on the show or submit a podcast to be recommended. You can find all of my sources in the show notes and remember to share the show with the pod lovers in your life and stay tuned next Sunday. This week's music came from Kim Lighthair, Snazbist, and Matthew Pablo of OpenGameArt.com. If you would like your music to be featured on the show, send us an email at themastercastpodlist at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We